This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Wall Street's major indexes closed in negative territory on Thursday after a sharp U-turn earlier in the session to erase morning gains. Continuing a streak of recent volatility as investors weighed upbeat economic data out of Washington alongside Wednesday's Federal Reserve update. The Dow Jones Industrial Average ended just below its flat line, losing steam from earlier gains while the S&P 500 closed down 0.54%, also retreating from an earlier climb. Declines in heavily weighted Tesla dragged down the Nasdaq to close 1.4% lower. Despite notching a quarterly profit, and sales well above analyst estimates for the fourth quarter. Shares of Tesla closed down 11.55% to 829.10 apiece after the electric vehicle maker admitted supply chain woes were likely to strain operations and halt new vehicle launches this year. U.S. Gross Domestic Product, or GDP, ramped up in the final months of 2021 at a better-than-expected 6.9% annualized rate in Q4, up from Bloomberg Economist consensus estimate of 5.5%. Meanwhile, first-time unemployment filings ticked lower for the first time in four weeks after notching a three-month high in the previous reading, suggesting some of the Omicron-related disruptions that have recently weighed on the labor market's recovery may be easing. Fed Chair Powell has to walk a very thin line, a very thin tightrope between not choking off the economic recovery, which does appear as though it's happening pretty well, but at the same time fighting off inflation, FL Putnam Portfolio Manager Ellen Hazen told Yahoo Finance Live. The Federal Reserve held rates at near zero following a two-day policy meeting that concluded on Wednesday, citing plans to halt pandemic-era policy of asset purchases first. The Federal Open Market Committee, however, reaffirmed it will wrap up the process in early March, suggesting the first rate hike could come in six weeks. Investors had been anticipating clarity from the Fed on measures it would take to mitigate inflation leading up to Wednesday's statement, with uncertainty around the pace and extent of policy change weighing on markets since the start of the new year. While offering some clarity on how the Fed would begin the process of removing policy accommodation, the outcome of the meeting fell short in providing the needed guidance on the timing and magnitude of the shift in policy. Charlie Ripley, senior investment strategist for Allianz Investment Management, said in a note, Today's meeting has market participants fully convinced that a March hike is certain, but with Chairman Powell not making any timing commitments, the door is slightly open for a slower-moving Fed. While questions around when and how profoundly short-term borrowing costs will be increased, the Federal Open Market Committee unanimously agreed that it will soon be appropriate to raise the target range for the federal funds rate, 
with remarks from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell signaling the first increase will happen on March 16th, after the central bank's next scheduled meeting. I would say that the committee is of a mind to raise the federal funds rate at the March meeting, assuming conditions are appropriate for doing so, Powell said in a press conference. I don't think it's possible to say exactly how this is going to go, and we're going to need to be, as I've mentioned, nimble about this. J.P. Morgan Chief U.S. Economist Michael Faroli said Powell's comments were arguably the most hawkish he's made as Fed chair. Powell deflected questions about whether a 50 basis point hike was on the table, including one posed by Yahoo Finance's Brian Chung about whether hikes would be gradual. But Powell indicated that the central bank's moves could differ in tempo from when it began raising rates in 2015 due to the notably stronger economy and labor market and inflation running hot. While remaining noncommittal, Powell clearly wanted to indicate that hiking at consecutive meetings was a possibility, a risk we've also been flagging, Faroli said. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.